0: of them are more than pals. Our show can be a little gay, but if you're not, that's okay. You can listen and have fun either way. Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who, guests and music and reviews. Game of Thrones, Winona too. Promise there's something for you. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty
1: things. Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And there's no Tara. That sounded very short, our intro. (laughs) We
0: were missing (laughs) a third, a whole third. That's a lot of team.
1: It's not, it's never the same without her, but we're going to carry on. She'll be with us next week. She has grown up responsibilities. It's very sad.
0: I know, I don't understand, but I'll go with it.
1: (laughs) So on this week, we have some nerd news. Don't we always
0: have nerd news?
1: Thank God for that, Wendy. <laughs> we're going to be doing our Comic Con, our San Diego Comic Con preview. It's coming up next week. Actually, this week. By the time this episode uh, lands and everyone's ear holes, uh, we're also going to talk a little shoot
0: shoot week, <laughs> like Fleet Week, but not really. It's shoot Ooh, Week Twenty. Different. Well, not like Fleet Week at all, probably. But <laughs> do you know what, what Fleet Week yes, is? Yes, I know. <laughs> It was in an episode of Person of Interest. That's probably oh. where my mind went there. Well, shoot. Yeah.
1: But first... <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> first, Wendy, what are you watching? Anything well, to follow up on from n- anything new this week or continuing from last week?
0: I can't say I'm watching anything new other than as I was as as just speaking with you about. I uh, spent a day watching my cat from hell on Animal Planet yesterday because... I, yeah, I learn. I learn. I deal with cats. I learn things. Uh, but I have been going back through Winona in preparation for this next season. And I just finished episode nine of season two. Mm-hmm. So I'm rolling right along and I'll be definitely caught up. And I'm very glad that I decided to watch from the beginning because I'm enjoying it for one. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Good. And I'm, you know, remembering a lot of fun things I liked about the show. And uh, also, of course, getting my. My facts straight.
1: My, yes.
0: Where are the characters? What are they doing? What's the situation before going into season
1: four? I think it's finally- smart. I feel like a lot of people are doing that yeah, right now too. They should. Uh, Be fresh. What's kind of what stood what is standing out so far in the first almost two seasons that you've rewatched again? Like any standout episodes or moments, stuff that you forgot that you're like, oh God, that's amazing.
0: Well, the probably the biggest and one thing that I think the thing that got me to recommend it to Tara originally was at the beginning of season two, I felt like I did see this, like they said, okay, we've got a star in in Melanie and playing Wynona that she can do funny. She can bring the funny, I mean, which they did in the first season, but I feel like they kind of upped it a little bit starting yeah. in season two with just her humor and the dialogue and the delivery and the, we can go hardcore serious bad stuff, curse happening. And then she can always also be a total goofball and it doesn't detract from everything else. And it works. And cause I remember, it, I think the scene that actually got me to tell Tara to watch it was when Waverly's doing the cheerleader thing and then does a kick and Winona walks in the door. She's like, put some underpants on or whatever she says. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Tara. you know, and then that and other parts of Winona's humor. I remember thinking, Tara, we Tara should give this another shot. This, this is our humor. I think oh. she'd really like it. And so just Melanie is, her awesomeness and, and portrayal of Winona, Um, it's just as good as I remember. And that's part of the reason I wanted to go back and rewatch is because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you know, it kind of took me a, re- a while to realize, no, she's pretty funny. I like this. Um, she's
1: amazing. I love her so much.
0: I remember how much I disliked Tucker, the brother of this. <laughs> he was, I mean, in a good way, he was effectively a horrible, creepy little dude that you just wanted to smack around. And um, uh, I believe in my rewatch, he just met his fate for real. Um, good. Who knows it on the show? Like people pop up, but I think that was it. But yeah, he was horribly just evil, and then just little things like you know, there's a guy in a scene with Doc, and then the first time I watched it, I realized, oh, that's going to be Bolshar. I, I think it's going to be Bolshar.
1: Hmm.
0: The guy in the scene was ended up being oh, Bolshar. It was
1: a flashback, right?
0: Well, it was like he goes into, like the guy sells him a painting or tries to get him to take a painting when oh. they're talking about the ring and the seal. And I think the guy behind the counter, like he, he had killed the other guy that really runs the store. And then right. he had a big old devil tail pop out of the end. So I think, I think it was Bolshar, from what I remember of seeing a Bolshar. I don't know if that is. Maybe it's not. Either way, he Maybe. was evil. I'm going to look at my. It was a
1: bad guy. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I've been wrong twice before. But so. I feel like
0: with Winona, I trust. Your judgment, mm. uh, as far as okay, I'm looking him up now because I want to know.
1: Eh, I don't research. know, maybe it was maybe it wasn't. research,
0: but he had less hair when he was full. <laughs> either way, it was good, you know. And then just the whole everything, the way it ties together, and um, you know, I'm enjoying it. And that's really, I guess, that's really all I've been watching lately, um, okay, in my spare time, other than random. You know, like I said, my cat from hell, hometown, you know, little rant. I'm trying really hard to not watch news because I'm sick of it. And I I really get, depending on what channel you're on, it's the same story over and over. But yeah, I can't. Everything's bad. So I
1: can't. Well, I tried, uh, I watched the first episode of Warrior Mm Nun, which I liked. Yeah. And I will continue eventually. I also have started watching Cursed, that uh, Arthurian legend. Show on Netflix, very good. Really enjoying okay. it. Um, and I'm about halfway through the that season, so that's great. Now I'm excited. It's funny. I was actually talking to Tara too, T two, uh, and she had listened to us talking about it last time, and she's like, "Yeah, I think that character is actually supposed to be the Lady of the Lake." I was like, "Oh, that actually ah, makes a lot of sense, Tara." Thanks for pointing that out. I felt like you made uh, and I think she's right. And so no, it's really cool. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's okay, really good, cool. good. And uh, I watched The Old Guard, which we'll talk about I oh, think, next week. Yes, yes. We're saving God. that
0: for when Tara can join us. Because yes. that's uh it was good stuff.
1: That is so good. Oh, for so many so reasons.
0: They liked it. Huh? Yeah, oh, my God, I loved it. Um, and more to come of it apparently.
1: I know, which um, is super exciting. They need one. And then something that I'm not watching this week, but I'm listening to this week is The Chicks. Mm. formerly known as the Dixie Chicks. Their new album came out this week. Are you a fan at all?
0: Of I the was Chicks? never into the Dixie Chicks. I'm just, country's not my thing. I never got into the Dixie Chicks. I wish huh. them no will, ill will. I just, I know I'm from <laughs> Texas. You would think I should be all over I'm, the country, but I'm just, no, I never just, I never got into them.
1: Kind of shocked. Is Tara? Tara must be. I
0: think Tara likes, them. yeah. I mm. think Tara's a chick.
1: Well, I was never a big fan either, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, when the whole backlash happened between them and, uh, George W. Bush That's when I first started I'm like oh who are these Like let me check these chicks out They must be cool if they ever like They mm-hmm. have a problem with George W. Bush Then let me check it out And so I, I agree with their politics And I started listening to their music And it's all really really Easy to listen to It's really good yeah. And fun Oh and there's
0: a reason they're They're huge You yeah, know Exactly
1: good. And so then this new album came out I was super excited It's so good Like every song is great So um, I think uh, Yeah Knowing that you're not a country fan. I mean, it's not all, like, super country, you know? It's very kind of poppy country, which I I don't normally like. But this is a really good album, so. All right. noted.
0: I feel like the Dixie Chicks came to the station I worked at in Dallas before they were a thing. Oh, Like, they were just a smaller girl group. I I remember them coming to the station to perform, but
1: -hmm. they weren't – they
0: hadn't blown up yet. And I feel like also – Wait, who came, who came first? <laughs> Chicken or the egg? Or Backstreet Boys or NSYNC?
1: I think Backstreet Boys were, they first. were first.
0: Right? Because I, th- I think NSYNC came to our station too. And I remember thinking, who's this little Backstreet Boy wannabe group? And they're in <laughs> sync. And of course, they they did things. So every once in a while, we would get somebody. <laughs> and on down the road, you're like, oh, they came to our station. They ended up getting really big. So. Yeah, they're a big deal.
1: I think I saw the chicks. I think they were in, on Lilith, uh, during Lilith Fair, uh, oh,
0: Lilith. Lilith Fair,
1: that was it, right? Not tour, yeah. huh. I saw, I think I saw them before they were big, uh, as hmm. part of that tour, I think. It was here's a long a, time
0: ago. Yeah, I went to one of those, here's a fun statement, with a couple of guys. <laughs> I went to a <laughs> Lilith Fair concert. A couple of guys for work. And the only thing I really remember about when I went was seeing Natalie Merchant. Sing. Oh, cool. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. I don't I remember mean, what year it was. The chicks may have been there. Dixie chicks may have been there. I just I don't remember.
1: Yeah. I mean I'm trying to think of all the all the, the acts that that I saw. I think I went to a couple Lil Affairs. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who doesn't know or who's not old enough to remember, mm-hmm. it was a, a tour in the nineties and it was all female artists. And it was Sarah McLaughlin, I think. She's the one that put it mm-hmm. together. But it was like, you know, I think I saw Katie Lang and Cheryl Crow. Uh Natalie Merchant like you said like just any big act in the 90s that was female uh, led was on this tour
0: I remember they had little side stages too like local up and coming female artists I think could yeah. play at like this little stage
1: yeah show. those are the days good times looks
0: like it was 97, 98, 99 yeah okay. three summers So feels right. I don't know which one I saw <laughs> one of
1: them yeah good times yeah it was fun yeah uh so before we mo- move on to nerd news, we're gonna do a little mailbag. We've got a little mailbag uh, situation going on here. And I I alluded to her earlier, T Two. Actually, uh we met T Two about a year ago. Yep, at Comic Con. Yeah well, did we her- meet
0: T2? Oh, we talked to her at the Winona or Get Together, the fan gathering.
1: Exactly. And
0: uh t- dragged we, her to dinner. We
1: forced <laughs> her to come. Her <laughs> So happy anniversary to T2. Yeah. She says, "Hi ladies, I've been off the radar for a bit, terrible few months way above and beyond COVID-19, but I have caught up again on the podcast and wanted to say hi. First, thank you again for the time and effort you put into this podcast. I'm I'm reading this uh, because I I just like to hear people say this." It, it may be for fun it may be fun for you but it takes commitment and it's appreciated even when i have fallen behind by a few episodes how dare you t2 <laughs> it still makes me smile when the alert comes through that a new episode is dropped and it's reassuring to know that i have a little escape waiting for me when i get uh when i can get away to listen and laugh along with you that's awesome thanks t2 she says during quarantine and between everything else, I have managed to watch a few things and figured I'd share my two cents. The Witcher. Have you seen this?
0: Oh, in- no, is that the one with Henry Cavill?
1: It is. Uh I feel like I feel like I totally missed the boat on this. I remember seeing it, uh, people talk about it. Yeah, me but too. I I feel like maybe after cursed I might go back and give that a shot. Uh she says, I think it's worth watching. There's some confusion from jumping around the timeline, but if you like Game of Thrones, you might like this. Good characters and some interesting surprises. The Umbrella Academy. I've heard of that. Never seen it. Yeah. Uh, She says, weird in some parts with a few gaps, but it kind of comes together in the end. And I'm on board for season two vagrant queen. Quirky and um, not the best, really. <laughs> it, was fun. it was fun to see Tim Roseanne in it, and I loved, uh, loved the budding and obvious relationship between the two female leads, but I'm not surprised they didn't get a second season. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, they, they tried. Yeah, they did. Uh, Hannah season two, which uh, I've heard good things about. Uh, she says, definitely watch, especially if you like season one. Solid action, a bit of suspense, a few twists, and good character development. Hmm. Finally, the old guard. Yeah! Said. I'm with Wendy and Tara. It's a must-watch. Charlize just plays a badass fighter so very well. It's also a good story, and the fight scenes are extremely well done. Extra bonus for seamless and quality inclusion of gay content. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. It's just, there's so much I love about this movie. I'm so impressed.
0: You know, it's interesting. I had forgotten until I started looking back through things. Um, and uh, Charlize on how many, like... Action type of role she has played between yeah. like this, of course, Mad Max. I forgot. Oh, uh Atomic Blonde. Right. And then when she, the Aeon Flux or whatever that was, wasn't that yeah, her as well? Absolutely. She loves yep. the action. She likes being a she, badass chick.
1: She does. She does it very well.
0: Yeah. 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 Did you know that <laughs> Charlize Theron and I, our bodies look exactly like. And I'm of course referring to when she played Tully. <laughs> <laughs> She had to gain 50 pounds. I'm just kidding. But that's no, amazing. that's uh, that's the closest I'll ever come to looking like Charles. Um, <laughs> no, I think she's amazing. She's ridiculously beautiful and talented. And I love that she loves to do these kinds of films where she just is so good at them. Yes. And I don't know how much of it she does. I feel like probably quite a bit. Mm. Um, I know because some of those takes. Did you ever see Atomic Bond? I've never seen it. It it was interesting. I caught it's been on TV lately. Um but she does there's at least one that is that I remember in a building a fight scene that is one take. At least made to look like one take if if awesome. it isn't really one take. And it's a, it's her, you know. I mean there may be some really strategic things that have been edited. I'd have to see mm-hmm. it again to really pay attention, but it was a fantastic one shot or at least fake one shot fight scene. And That's um so it, even her. if she doesn't do everything, she does enough to wear She's doing a lot. She's got to be some banged up and bruised at the end of a day and on those films, but
1: yeah, no kidding. Well, I know that it was it was about two months of training for both her and for the actress that plays Niall. Yeah. uh they were both training for two months before shooting began so. I'm
0: guessing by train. That's some serious. Not like when I throw in a Beachbody DVD for 45 minutes a day and then have a beer and some ice cream. That's some serious training <laughs> that they're doing.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, like,
0: yeah, it, it shows. It shows. They're both very good. So good. So yeah, and if you haven't watched Old Guard, come on. You what are you waiting for? It's great. Don't think Watch oh, it. it's Netflix. Everything good is on TV nowadays anyway. It is. It is a
1: really, really good movie. It is the summer movie. You know, we this movie. We should have been in theaters, like, frankly, like, this movie belongs in theaters. Well,
0: luckily for them, it wasn't, because it got yeah, released. Because <laughs> exactly. you couldn't have seen it. They would exactly. have had to either postpone it or go this route. But as it is, everybody gets to see it. And they're not, there's nothing else out, so everybody's watching Old Guard, as they should.
1: As they should. So, yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, watch it. And then next week, we're going to do a bit of a dive into it. So, uh, you know, you won't feel left out of the conversation.
0: Right, right. I'll have to skip a big chunk of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, skip, skip. Um, there's some interesting things that happen. There's some t- things that I thought, oh, here's where we're going. And then it didn't. So,
1: exactly. Uh, and to wrap up Tara's email, uh, she jumps into some Winona Earp speculation, which mm. I'm always ready to hear. Um, she says, I don't think you mentioned it. I should talk about the, the trailer. Don't think you mentioned it and know it's just a blip, but you know. You but you know those super soakers have got to be filled with holy water. I think they really get creative with collecting all available weapons for the fight. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I got nothing. Also, I'm hundred percent on board for the body switch between Wynona and Waverly. She says, Cat, please get your buddy Emily on that ASAP. I will do my best. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks again, T Two. Appreciate the email. Thanks for listening. And uh, you know. We love you. We're here, we're here for you. You're for in the your t-shirt,
0: state. T2. If we That's ever right. make them. We, have <laughs> <laughs> we don't have them. As
1: soon as we have one, we're going to send it. A sticker. <laughs> That's what, what we do. Days? Yeah. We I'll send, send some, some stickers. stickers. That's all we got. Uh, and now, nerd news.
0: All right. I'm not going to make the mistake I did last week <laughs> and do a peppy nerd news entry. And I'm sorry for, for T- you, T2 or anyone listening to this is a pleasant diversion from the news, but we yeah. start off with a seriously sad news story Um that we actually did talk about last week. The fact that Naya was missing and then sadly they found her body the next day. So we, as as you would, we took it out because we didn't want it to, you know, things yeah, change so rapidly. Didn't um, feel right. No, no, no. Done. But it is as most people expected to happen. They did find her. She did drown apparently after you know, who knows what happened? I know Tara talked about that. Lake is a very dangerous lake. It's got currents. It's got things underneath that, um, you know, it's not, it's not just a calm lake and whatever happened, she managed apparently to get her, her son back onto the boat and then didn't mm-hmm. have the strength to, to get up herself and drown. So yeah. it's a horrible ending. Um, a lot of cast members from Glee went out to just sort of be there, um, you know, and, and support and, um, you know, apparently Harry, Heather Morris, apparently they said they sort of called out for her and then they were they did find her either that day or the next day. But, right. yeah, it looks like a lot of the cast members are still very close. And even if you haven't kept up with each other, something like this would, I'm sure, bring you out. But it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's just a horrible, tragic story from an actress who was on a show that has had a few tragic stories at this point.
1: And, yeah, and um, real.
0: Yeah, so it's it's that into to that. Not that there was much doubt that that was going to be the outcome at some point, but sad so to say, I did love Glee. You were mentioning that you hadn't watched a lot of Glee. You remember, stopped after season one or so. Uh,
1: season two was my think two. my last season, and I I enjoyed it, but it just uh, I just didn't. I kind of lost interest. I think for for whatever reason. Yeah,
0: well, it yeah. happens. I I remember watching. I was kind of saying like it. I would watch and not be totally into it. And then I would see an episode with a performance or something that I was like, wow, that was really good. And it would just sort of keep me interested and invested. And at yeah. some point with a show, you're just, you know, well, I'm not going to stop now. I want to see what happens to these guys. And, sure. um, but yeah, I liked it. I loved uh Santana and Brittany. It's one of those, like I talked about, or I guess I talked about last week, but then we cut it out. But how, You know, I thought it would be just a goofy. Oh, look here are the two cheerleaders that. Oh, they kind of like mess around every once in a while, and it's a goofy little fun story. But then they actually made it a legit thing with Santana dealing with her real feelings and it becoming a real relationship, and that was a surprise. And it was it was well done. And um, still listening to the two of them seeing landslide with Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) I've got that downloaded. Um, It's one of my moments I really liked on the show. Um, Heather Morris and, and Naya, but yeah, it was, it was, I loved their story and the characters and big Glee fan. Um, and it's sad to see what's come of, come from a lot of the people that were on the show or for you anyway.
1: Leah reminded me that she and I went to go see Glee live. Did you? Did you ever see the tour? No,
0: I yeah. knew it happened, but I never saw it personally.
1: We, we went, cause we, you know, I think this was the end of season one. I think mm-hmm. that summer they toured, but yeah, we went. We were probably the oldest people there. It was well, mostly, you know, teenage girl, but like we had a blast. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah. Um, that was the one part of the show that I think was my favorite. It was it was the music, right? Yeah,
0: yeah they, I liked a lot of numbers. They did. For
1: sure. They would do a song and then that that next day would be like number one on iTunes. Oh, yeah. like they, you know, they were bringing new music to people who maybe didn't know all these songs. But mm-hmm. Like just this last week, uh, because of, of Naya, I've been going back and watching some of the um the musical numbers. So good. Just so they were good. good. Talented cast.
0: Actually, Glee has been trending like on Netflix, because now whenever I've logged, I've gone onto Netflix, it pops up. And I just up, think, yeah. okay, is this because people are searching for it or because they're capitalizing, which is disgusting. But I feel like people are probably searching for it, which is the reason it pops yeah. up there. Um, I think you're right. But yeah, because they want to relive that. And the songs were solid. And there's there's definitely a few that I downloaded that I love that are yeah. on my, uh, as I call it, my wheelhouse
1: playlist. <laughs> so, And also, I feel like when we talked to M.B. Um, Gale, mm-hmm. they came on to talk about their book, Queer Leaders. I think they said they first got into writing fan fiction because of Glee.
0: Hmm. I think a lot of people got into Thing, yeah you know I think Santana and Brittany were an eye opener for for a few people,
1: yeah um, for sure it's just a very iconic show and
0: I don't know, and it was on Fox it was on mainstream yeah. t v and I don't know what other shows you had with that kind of relationship. I mean there may have been some I just don't remember, mm-hmm. but um I don't remember any others around that time that there like I said there could have been, but
1: it was yeah, it was I don't, sick, I can't either. Uh,
0: for a lot of people. It was it was a good show. I watched it, it to the end. I have a friend who was a huge fan of, <laughs> of Adam Clay, and apparently a lot of people reached out to her after this happened. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's a sad,
1: sad end to um, very sad.
0: You know, she seems like a night nice,
1: wonderful person. So, and it's a it's a hard story to transition out of.
0: Well, yes, so,
1: I'm
0: just going yeah, to call it out. It. Right? Okay. No <laughs> uh, way.
1: In other news. So, this week, uh, last week, probably, actually, now that I think about it, Hallmark, the Hallmark channel, announced that it has 40 new Christmas movies coming out for the 2021 holiday season. Uh, and I guess not a lot of them have been, uh, some of them are in the can already, but some of them are still in pre-production. That's a lot of movies, Wendy. That's, you know, it's ambitious.
0: They did this last year, I feel like. Um where, yeah, you're just surprised at how many new movies they roll out every year. 40. They have a, I mean, they start them in what, November. So they have got two months to, to roll. But still, but,
1: but but also considering that we're in the middle of a pandemic and like production is slowly starting up. Anyways, uh, it'll be interesting to see if all 40 actually get made for the season. But of course the real story that, that caught my eye and I'm sure. is no surprise to anybody else. Uh, You know, people very quickly started calling Hallmark out after this announcement saying, hey guys, uh, where are the LGBTQ storylines? They don't have, you know, they don't have a lot of characters. If they do, they're very kind of not important to the main story. Uh, So actually someone I follow on Twitter responded to it like a a retweet or something to Hallmark and said, hey guys, very respectfully, she said, hey, you know, I I actually, I like watching your shows, but... You know, you you don't have you're not showing any representation for my community, and they actually responded directly to this tweet, uh, which I thought I actually kind of was impressed with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And their statement was: "Diversity and inclusion is a top priority for us, and we look forward to making more programming announcements in the coming months with projects uh, with projects featuring LGBTQ storylines, characters, and actors. We are committed to creating a hallmark experience where everyone feels welcome." So, you know, it's one thing to, to tweet this. Uh, so do we think that they had, they're basically adding in a bunch of, char- like writing in a bunch of characters to some of these movies that they were already releasing? Or do you expect that we'll see, will we ever see a Hallmark Christmas movie about a gay couple or a queer couple?
0: I doubt it. I think you'll have them as side characters, like the quirky aunts or the quirky uncles or something, you know, I <laughs> yes. I can't imagine, especially with everything that happened with that ad um, on both yeah. sides, I can't imagine they'll go that far. I mean, right now, it's like, you know, Tara and I have talked in the past, like, kind of how have they gotten away with having so many few movies with even minority lead characters, yeah. you know, uh, for this long. And I feel like this would be the year that they would sort of come under fire for that, much less...
1: Having sure. gay characters
0: or a I main gay couple, couple. Um,
1: and it looks like at least a couple of these forty will have yeah. uh, people of color as leads. But and you know, until we see what these movies actually look like, it's it, there's only it's only speculation, really.
0: You know what they're going to look like? They're all the same thing. <laughs> it's just who <laughs> are <just, laughs> the main characters? It's, they literally have a formula. You're like you can't they set do. anything in a snowstorm. You have to make it look like Christmas threw up. But sure. I'm not disparaging that because I love them and I watch them. Sure. But, um, but yeah, I feel like they're in a time where they're going to start needing to, you know, make them a bit more inclusive. And I remember saying at the time too, it's like, man, life, lifetimes on it, lifetimes getting all the gay stories, all the the minority led story. You know, like capitalizing on what Hallmark is not doing. Smart. Um, but you know, Hallmark's got such a brand, and they're just known for their Christmas, and they even have Christmas in July. And yes, I've watched them because
1: well, it's yeah, going on right now. They're hitting it hard.
0: Um. So it, they've got a thing. So it would be nice to see them expand, but I don't. I can't imagine right now you'd see any lead gay mm. stories. I just right. don't. I think that they're not going to risk that much. But sure. I think you'll see gay characters. Mm. I'm guessing they'll probably be fairly, fairly like the quirky gay shop owner or the sure. quirky gay friend or you know, I don't know. But well, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see when when they start rolling out. I feel like. They need to do something, so we'll see. We'll see what happens, or see what and, these and announcements are if they ever make them.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I will be. I will be shocked if, if we get something, um, oh, yeah. with a lead or something. But in other sort of um, hallmark news: that show, The Good Witch, has been picked up for another season. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Cap Burrell, as we know, I don't. I've never seen the show. Uh, don't plan on seeing it. Uh, I what I enjoy is uh, some of the people I follow on Twitter watch the show, and so they just <laughs> they put up screen grabs of what cats wearing. <laughs> and that's
0: enough of, for you? <laughs>
1: yeah, that works for me. And if you'll remember, and you you knew, you mentioned it, Wendy, when this uh it was like a, a commercial featuring two women getting married, right? It was huge controversy mm-hmm. because a bunch uh, like five hundred really angry moms or something right. uh, got upset. <laughs> is that the
0: title? Five hundred <laughs>
1: really angry moms. <laughs> that's the name of the group that uh that kind of spurred a bunch of actors who work on Hallmark to make statements saying like we don't agree with this we you know we 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 pushed Hallmark ourselves for more inclusive stuff and if you'll remember uh in this season Caporel and Elise, ba- uh, I think it's Bondman Bondman she's in Carmilla that web oh, series oh yes yes and they are actually uh they they're both on the show together oh and they, if you remember, I think Elise made the statement that she had, she start she and, she and Kat started to feel like their characters were being set up as queer bait, hmm. and they both said, "Hey, Hallmark, don't do it. It's not cool." Especially, I mean, look these two these two women have very a lot of uh, queer fans, obviously, right? right? Because right. of the two shows that they're known for, and so for Hallmark to do this is so, so obvious to them. They're like, "Oh, you're you're doing this to bring in." You know, sort of this queer fan base, uh, and you're stringing them along, and don't do it. And so they said, you know, we've talked to, we've talked to Hallmark, we've told them our concerns, and they're 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 rewriting some scripts because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just interesting that you know Hallmark is willing to do low queer bathing, but they're not. They're yet to prove that they they want everyone to feel welcome on their network. So hallmark we got our eyes on you
0: well it's interesting i've looked at a couple of articles about the responding to criticism of gay leads uh but i like how it's like oh it's diversity and inclusion is a top priority of us you know the, basically what you were saying is you know what they came out and said but yeah. then but then it's like in both of them it's like but here's a list of what they're ha- coming out with this fall and it's like uh, here's this movie starring this girl and this guy, this movie, with this girl and this guy, this movie, you know, almost like right. we're going to do things. Don't worry. But also our, our audience, look, look at all these movies we coming out yes. with men and women. Don't and worry. They're all, and they're no, mostly white. <laughs> Let's make sure we remind them that, uh, you're, you're going to get what you, there's, yeah. there's, I love the Hallmark. Movie. I, well, I like the Hallmark movies. There's a few that I love. But, you know, it's kind of that Christmas decoration. My mom, she watches the first part, sees if she likes the characters or not. then she'll fast forward to the end because it's like they have their little romance. They (laughs) have their little reason they have to split up and then they end up back together. So she just wants to see how they end.
1: She doesn't want to watch the journey. (laughs) Yeah, because she's seen it before. She knows how it goes. I mean, listen, I've never watched a Hallmark Christmas movie. If you gave me what I know, Wendy's face is shocked Uh right now. Come on! If you gave, if you told me that Hallmark has a movie coming out, two lesbians falling in love, one of them owns a tree farm and the other (laughs) one is from the big city, I would watch the shit out of that movie. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I I, just give me something to watch, Hallmark, and I'm there. Well, maybe they will. Maybe they will. Maybe. All right.
0: Well, (laughs) see all that. Something to keep an eye on.
1: Let's Mm -hmm. just hope we have
0: anything for Christmas this year. Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough, Fair enough, right? it's looking dicey. Um, well, here's a thing. Here's a thing that hopefully this company will give me what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, <laughs> Star Wars girl. <laughs> so there's no set plans, and I'm still of the I'd be shocked if it happened. But you have that little contingent of Star Wars fans that want to see more young Solo. The movie Solo, A Star Wars Story, wasn't the best. It's, it's down in my list of favorites. But it also had a lot of issues behind the scenes. And but there's a group clamoring, and it, it you get a little tweet fest every once in a while of wanting Star Wars, solo two. Make solo two happen, I think is what it is. But which I thought never. But with Disney Plus, <laughs> Disney Plus, they would I don't think they'd ever make a feature. But with Disney Plus, maybe there's room for something. Um the lead, I'll try his name because I'm not giving it to you. Alden <laughs> Aaron Rake. I don't know how you say his last name. Alden who played oh, solo you. Oh, um,
1: you.
0: says I've, I've heard some stuff and that's how it is spelled some stuff, but nothing concrete. The fact that there's some stuff at all being talked about, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's, he's on a new hope. show <laughs> on Peacock, uh, brave new world, <laughs> but Hey, there, usually things are a few episodes here and there. So maybe there's room for both, but I would love to see more so. I liked the movie. I liked a lot about it. I had the jacket. I love Solo. He's my favorite film character of all time. Sure. You, um, have,
1: you had to like that movie.
0: I liked the movie, but I also love the possibility of, I think it could be better than it was. I loved, I liked the casting, you know, yeah,
1: um, good cast all the way
0: around. So, you know, I don't know how many would be back for, if they did a sort of TV movie for Disney Plus or a limited series, but I'd love to see it. I would love to see it. So
1: I feel like, and I, I definitely saw. I know I, I did see Solo. I can't remember what I didn't like about it. I remember I liked all the Chewy stuff. Um, I thought uh, all the Lando choices were really fun. Mm-hmm.
0: I like the um, droid, the, the Bridge oh. droid.
1: I feel She's like, great. yeah, she stole the show. I think. Um, I'm just trying to think of what I did. I think I was just disappointed generally. I think I just didn't kind of meet what I was hoping it would be.
0: I felt like I know a lot of solo fans wanted something grittier if they wanted anything at all. A lot of people just wanted it. You didn't need to delve into Han is where they were coming from. Uh, I feel like it was a little long here. It was, and I've heard comments on it. It was dark. There was no, it's just the way it was shot. Just the look, just the color, the feel of it was just dark. And I get it when I watch it back. There's no, I don't know. It's, it looks kind of weird. But you know what? It was such a weird production from the beginning. Ron Howard taking it over. Um, right. There was a lot I I did really like about the movie. I thought it could have been better. But like, what? Who am I to talk? You know. But
1: sure. I mean, and I'm trying to think if they did a Princess Leia uh origin story Ooh. i would i would like it it would it would have to be terrible for me to be like right. it wasn't as good like i would probably love it even if it was a shit show mm-hmm. so uh i get it like i totally get it i i would i think a, a limited series for solo i think that's a great idea i love I would, it. i'm i'm on board for that
0: i'm trying to think though the obi-wan series mm. i doubt you'd see that mixed but timeline wise no, nah, I think he'd still solo would be a like a young boy, or at least a teen. But I don't you wouldn't mix those anyway. And you shouldn't. Just make that Obi-Wan story. Right. Never mind. Forget it, run it up. Forget it. Stupid <laughs> idea. I'm just trying to think where he was in like the age whites, but Right. Yeah. No, nah, I think he'd hmm. still be like in a teen during those years. So I don't know. I don't know if it will ever happen, but maybe. Well, Stranger things have happened.
1: This is true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, get in the truck, Wendy.
0: Oh, oh, where are we going?
1: You're driving this time.
0: Where are we going?
1: We're going to purgatory. Woo! just not purgatory. Sheerds <laughs> Out presents. Did where was that? Live
0: my TV from
1: purgatory. Hmm. All right, of course. So we are so close.
0: A week we are, from we, right now. We're yes,
1: right. and when this episode comes out, we're less than a week it's all very exciting what's also exciting is that they are officially back and filming they they it happened a lot sooner than i thought it would i thought they were going to make you know maybe quarantine a little bit just to be sure
0: it's canada (laughs) so aren't they so much ahead of us as far as everything in every way
1: yeah uh so no that's great that's good news they're back and they have six episodes. I don't know how many episodes, actually. have we Did we determine that it's another six? Are they giving us 12? I don't Here's know how many I we're feel getting.
0: like they had made eight. But they may be splitting it six and six. I feel like we heard from a source, if you know what I mean, that they had completed eight.
1: <laughs> I thought it was six.
0: It might be six. I don't know. I think the go, assumption please. is they're going to split it six and six, regardless of how much they had filmed.
1: Oh, you're saying releasing six.
0: Yeah. As far mm. as filming, though, I thought they had filmed eight.
1: Now, but. if I, if I remember correctly, this secret source had said that seven had not been filmed yet, okay. which is usually the Winona Nicole. Oh, okay, episode.
0: Oh, That's we, true. I'm going to trust you with all we things. Could,
1: <laughs> we could open the vaults and look for uh-huh. that, lost, uh, bit uh, that lost bit of tape.
0: That is a lost bit of tape. I'll take your word for it.
1: Let's just say that's, th- that's the case until we hear otherwise.
0: Got it. I'll go with
1: that. Uh, so that's exciting. We'll see. Hopefully, they're able to finish this this season without any bump, more bumps. And for God's sakes, this uh, this season is sort of cursed itself. There is an herb curse, and it is season four. <laughs> yeah,
0: but at least it's starting. We no, are it's getting. Great. This is good. I, I yeah, I I'm excited for it. I can't imagine how the uh, hardcore herpers feel about this because I'm I'm ready. I'm excited.
1: Well, yeah, and you know the the people who have. Who have waited two years, you know? And I've fought I've, for
0: it, yeah, and
1: fought for it. And you know, I've I've only been watching the show for a little over a year, and I'm pretty amped, Wendy. <laughs> yeah. So I can't imagine somebody who is, you know, uh, been waiting even longer. That's it's intense. There's a lot of emotions, I think. Um, yeah. and so you know, the last uh, this last week, screeners have started to go out <laughs> to the yes. press and critics and stuff. Looks like the first two episodes have gone out to uh, to the people in the media. We're still waiting for our links. Haven't seen that yet <laughs> yeah, in, where's in that? the inbox. <laughs> where's that? Uh, but uh, so far, a very positive reaction. And now I'm officially on spoiler watch. I think I'm going to have mm-hmm. to maybe take a step back from Twitter because I, God forbid, if I see any real spoilers that I haven't, like, you know. I
0: don't think you will from the screener people. they pr- Aren't they kind of blood oath sworn to? Oh,
1: for sure. Um. I don't know. I just it makes me nervous, Wendy. It makes I me very it. nervous.
0: Yeah. No. You don't want to be spoiled. No. Not at this point.
1: No. Exactly. But another fun new thing. I guess it's actually coming back. It, it had been going on before. Is the official Wine on Earth podcast. Mm-hmm. hosted by your friend
0: katie wilson katie wilson you know, katie, if you don't know katie and you're a xena fan you've seen her on tv doing the little xena uh little blurbs between episodes when they show yeah. the the xena talking to lucy renee yeah, yeah katie true. katie's cool we've talked about her i think on the show or maybe we haven't but no, we, we should have. have i think we have. she is a true blue nerd as nerdy as you can get and also talented and uh does things like this for sci-fi so good
1: for yeah, her so cool and so she and rachel i'm gonna say zola let's go with that who i think is it also works for sci-fi i think she is in the sort of promotion department she does all the ERP promotion stuff they host this podcast this week or last week i guess was emily andrus was their guest and uh, emily gave a couple of little tidbits the biggest thing i think was that the the sort of the big bads of this season four are a family affair. Mm, yes,
0: I saw that.
1: So that's a thing. Who knows what that means?
0: God knows at this point. Uh
1: but that's fun. It's it's every week they're gonna do a. it's I think it's like a post. Like basically once the episode airs, mm-hmm. they will then kind of dive into it. But that's a fun thing as well. Kinda like
0: we will. Yes. Yeah, on our own terms yes oh my god we're set up wendy's gonna get a little a decided lack of sleep on sunday night so we can talk about the episode right after it airs yes so, you're well, not <laughs> my input if anything anyone needs to hear but
1: i want to yeah. hear it I, I think that's what I people want to hear yours
0: i want to hear your reaction
1: oh, I no I, I don't know i've just heard some really interesting things uh and you know the critics are trying the uh, critics and you know, whatever you want to call these people, the the media who have access to these screeners, there it's like you know, there's there's laughing, there's crying, there's some surprises, there's some shocking moments. Like, nice. I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited slash terrified, hmm. in a good way. This is all good. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: No, it's fun. It's fun. I'm I'm so much fun. Excited for you all.
1: <laughs> well, I'm excited for you too. I well. Would you consider yourself an herper or are you just a fan? I don't know.
0: I probably more a fan and we'll get to we'll get to Wendy's passions in a slight <laughs> second here. I, I would say I'm a fan for sure. I d do, I don't know. Like I don't know if I would I don't want to insult the herpers by saying I am one. But I do really like the show. I am a fan for
1: sure. All are welcome, Wendy. <laughs> All are welcome.
0: I feel like if you don't own one Winona t shirt, then <laughs> you're not truly truly an Earper. And that's not to say if someone can't afford a t-shirt that they're not an Earper. But you know what I mean. Like, you, in some kind of investment in some Got way, even, even emotionally. Um, I
1: understand completely. Yeah.
0: Like, you own several, don't you? I do.
1: If you want to uh, borrow one, let me know.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe, yeah. Then you can sanitize it and wash it after I put
1: it on. <laughs> after I wear it. No, I'll keep it and hang it. That's a that's a Wendy worn t-shirt. A Wendy Those, worn shirt. Shirt. Those are coveted, friend.
0: Mm, well... <laughs> That's a sad <laughs> statement. You're not wearing Winona right now, are you?
1: I am. Oh, really? Which one? Apparently. This one. Zoop, it's a Waverly one. Oh. I'm here and I stay. Okay. It's the wings. It's the, the it. Jolene episode. I am well, not there you, yet. Well, you, yeah, you'll, you'll remember. You'll get there. This I remember is, it. Yeah, it's, it's the, so the semicolon actually is a symbol of, um, uh, and I, I hope I don't screw this up by saying something wrong, but it's the, like the suicide prevention, mm. um, okay. campaign. In other words, like your story, okay. continues, right. The semicolon is it, your, story, your story's not over yet. So because that episode was r- really just about mental health.
0: I remember the Jolene, Zoe Palmer, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, it, uh. It's, uh, yeah, it's a great shirt, and it's such a powerful episode, and Dominique is an incredible actor. Yep. Yeah, if there's any doubt. All right, so yeah, by this, by, you know, by our next episode, Wendy.
0: We will have seen Winona
1: or season four, episode one. God, and then what sucks is that, oh, wait, we got to wait a whole week. (laughs) I know, you're not used to
0: that. You're not Ah, used to wait.
1: Brutal. (laughs) Anyway, I'll get through it.
0: Yeah, you can watch and rewatch and formulate theories, and, and it definitely will. All right. Well, turning from your passion to my passion, <laughs> it is shoot week twenty, baby. And what is shoot week? Cat didn't know. Nope. It is. It is a, a, a fan sort of movement or or whatnot. Um, basically, just acknowledging. Look, shoot. If you don't know, shoot. It's root and Shaw from person of interest. A show that has been off the air for four years. But those of us who are fans are still fans. And it's like a Twitter movement. People post. There, it's July 19th. Started started today through the 25th. Hmm. And essentially every day is a different topic. And you post like today was favorite Root
1: moments. Do you know who Root is, Kat? <laughs> um, Root is played by the fabulous Amy Acker.
0: Very good. Very good. Oh, thank uh, God. <laughs> So today there was a lot of posting about favorite root moments. Great, um, I took it upon the snop Twitter to. Well, I say today it was the nineteenth Sunday. Today, right now we are talking on Sunday, uh, Monday favorite Shaw moments. Then we go to uh, favorite shoot friendships. Favorite proposed shoot cover identities, because hmm. uh, they had a lot of covers. At least Root did. She had like a bazillion different like fake IDs, identities, uh, incorrect shoot scenes. I'm curious to hear that's going to be <laughs> reasons to ship shoot of which, as far as I'm concerned, there are a billion uh, and head cannons, things in your head. Cause we all have oh. those ideas of how things went. Um, Got it. Yeah. So every day it's like, there's a, you know, a uh, archive of our own, you know, the, the yes. fanfic site. Oh, that's it. I know all
1: it very they're, doing well.
0: stories, they're doing fan art, basically all to celebrate what in my mind is the best ship of all it's shoot baby. And, um, yeah. So shout out to you, shoot. And as I posted one out of three, synop posts are, are totally on board with the celebration of all things. Shoot. Um,
1: I, I support shoot hundred percent. I have no, I have no problems. No with
0: episode shoot. Of shoot. <laughs> and there was a little, really just one tiny shoot scene in the episode. I told you to watch. Um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's there's there's those of us that you know hardcore hardcore shoot fans for, for you're,
1: whatever. you're your your t-shirt you got you're, i you're, am
0: wearing the first shoot. and shoot fans will get this i uh it's called it's root and shot it has two chess pieces in a yellow box that the machine acknowledges uh mm-hmm. who is that the, that this person knows about the machine and it is in a royal blue color or a a very blue color as to represent the inside of the elevator where we all know (laughs) one of the famous shoot scenes took place in if then else, because that's how we roll. And I, as you want to talk t-shirts, I think I don't even know how many I have in my drawer a lot. Really? I got a lot of t-shirts. Yeah. Of shoot. Uh, uh, In some capacity. Like there's, um, there's a shoot or a shirt called, uh, it says uh, they exist. It's got a UFO on it. That was one that Root wore for an episode. I've got one; it's just got four AF in the corner or four A, um, four alarm fire. Hmm. Shoe fans know why it just says four A. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, you know here's the thing: the shoe fans, like, you know, with with way hot. You know, I was listening to the a, uh, I think the, po- the interview of the podcast you sent me or the Zoom call where they were talking about fans that want more more talking about the relationship, processing the relationship. Right, shoe fans got none of this. And yeah. I personally, I think that's part of why I like it so much. Like there, there are scenes that happened, and then even the actors themselves were told, "Oh yeah, you got, your characters have been hooking up for a while," and they're like, "Oh, have we? Okay, well we'll go with that then." <laughs> um, it just wasn't the kind of show that had a lot of let's talk about our feelings because well, one didn't really have any because she was a sociopath. Got the right. other one was kind of a psychopath, but she like wore her heart on her sleeve more or less. But uh, it was a it was their own thing, and it worked beautifully for many of us. And um, so, here's to shoot week, uh, live long, keep the keep the keep shoot and root lives. Let me just go on record saying root lives. She faked her death. The machine faked her death. That's all I gotta say.
1: Do so. you think Wendy? Mm-hmm. and this, I'm asking someone who has who is biased.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Do you think there will ever be a POI reboot? Even just a one-off, because we're seeing this, a bunch no. of we're seeing a bunch of those, right?
0: Right. No, I. You know what? I could see. I could see a continuation of the story. With like at the towards the end of the last season, and you want to talk? Wait, we had to wait a while for season five. Not as long as as Winona fans have had to wait, but. And there was never a doubt we were getting it. It's CBS renewed it for half a season. And then instead of putting it on the fall schedule, they pushed it or they, you know, like September start date or whatever, they pushed it to the next year. And then they didn't even show it till May. And then ran off like, like two episodes in a night or in a week. They just basically burned it off their schedule. And it's not because the ratings sucked. It's because CBS didn't own it, didn't make enough from it. it. It was a whole thing. Interesting. So. Yeah, they totally just trashed it, but, Mm -hmm. um, but yet still wanted to tell them how they should develop some of their stories, which is ridiculous. But I digress. Um, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, 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 oh, reboot? No, um, I don't think so. I think, I think most of the cast is kind of like we've done it. It's we told the story, but I, yeah, and part of me doesn't really want that. I don't want to have something come back that could tarnish. Mm. what they they may not have had as much time as i feel like they i would have loved to have seen them have right um but it it wrapped up really well um and i feel like you know to reboot to try to restart it i just don't know you don't want to try to you know reach for too much and then it doesn't go well but it could be great but i do could i could see because right now the storyline with the ai and the surveillance and everything you know when they started the show it was unbelievable sci-fi and then snowden came out with with hey they're spying on you they're listening they're watching they're doing all these things and people are like oh crap just like person of interest and it became much more and now you watch the show and the storylines and the ai and how the surveillance and and sort of predicting murders or killings or whatever based on what this machine is sorting through it's not really far-fetched it's really it, I, you know, doesn't feel as sci-fi as they did, as it did in two thousand eleven. Yeah. So I could see totally, and and Nolan and Olin has taken a lot of those themes to Westworld, which makes me sad. When I'm watching Westworld, thinking oh, what they could have done with POI, but now they got to do it on Westworld because there are a lot of similar terms, similar themes. Interesting. Um, so I could see a, 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 you know, they introduced a new team that basically located another part of the of America that kind of does the same thing that Team Machine did: stop yeah. murders before they happen. So I could see that theme of it, like the machine world, same world. Someone else takes over doing this. Um, Especially since it's so much more prominent now, like the talk of AI and how much influence it has. So I could see that happening and calling it person of interest because it's a title people know, but I don't see it coming back with the original cast. Got
1: it. Yeah. But there you go.
0: That's why we have shoot week because we remember. (laughs) But as any good shoot fan would say, as far as a reboot goes, maybe someday. Because you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it with that. Maybe someday. Awesome. All right. Is that good enough for you, Shaw? Yeah, it's good
1: enough. Root. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: I just messed that up. It's a horrible oh. shoot fan.
1: Um, <laughs> no, I don't awesome. think anyone could accuse you of being a horrible no, shoot no, fan.
0: No, I, I, yeah. no, no. I, I miss being that passionately attached to a show, but at the same time, it was exhausting. So yeah. I've been taking a break. <laughs> it is exhausting. <laughs> yeah. It is exhausting. So that's that's shoot week.
1: Well thank you for educating me. Well you're welcome. You're On welcome. Shoot week. Shoot week. Shoot week twenty. <laughs> so Celebrity. that's a hashtag.
0: Yes. go ha- look. Hashtag shoot week twenty. You'll nice. see all the best shoot things, art, gifs or gifs, whatever the
1: thing. Either or pick or. your pick your poison
0: yes celebrate the greatest duo ever <laughs>
1: you know what i want to do i would i think you it would really, i think it would be fun if we do some sort of like you know ship battle oh oh you know what i mean like we each we each pick a ship mm-hmm. we you know lay out our case in our defense of our ship mm-hmm. toe, toe to toe all three Where's of, your of your us your ship
0: Who's your ship?
1: I don't know. I'd have to think about it. It's tough. I got there's, there's three contenders for me.
0: I feel like if the three of us, if none of us pick Zine and Gabrielle, we've we'll be fired. No, we, yeah. we'll be we fired.
1: We won't be able to continue this podcast if one of us doesn't pick Zine and Gabriel. Mm. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll see. I don't know who Terra's would be. We'd have to. We'll have to loop her in on this. You know, I will say, as far as ship battles go, I don't know if you ever saw that. I forget the website that did it, but they had ship battles. Mm. Um, they had a ship battle. And Shoot fans, if any of you are listening and remember back during that time, we shoved Shoot into the winner column. I (laughs) think it was between us and Clexa from the 100. I feel like they were the big ones, too. And Shoot fans, okay, look, we stayed up. It's like you continuously voted, and you had to do that whole I'm not a robot and say, where are the cabbages? And you had to pick the cabbages for your vote to count. And it was mind-numbing, and it was torturous. And, by gosh, we won. And I feel like that was 20. 15 that that hmm. happened 15 or 16 like the height of shoot mania
1: yeah sure but yeah
0: that was a ship war and we won the ship war but um yeah no that'd be fun like a like a debate who's the yeah, best ship i like it
1: mm. I'm, I'm writing that down okay, take notes. <laughs> and when we come back comic con at home 2020 and we're back
0: That is a sad title. Comic-Con at At Home.
1: home. Yeah, it's a bummer.
0: No line for the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, right? No safe for parking. No expensive hotels, but at the same time... mm.
1: Yeah. So, if you go on the website, the official Comic-Con website, the schedule is up. Mm -hmm. It's Wednesday through Sunday. And... It seems like you have to sign. Su- I'm not sure how this is going to work. I think you can just join. There's links uh, underneath all of these different panels. I think you just, I mean, eventually once, once they're live, you can just click on the link, right?
0: Yeah. I noticed some said kind of like watch when it exists. Like you can watch whenever. Some may be like live at that time only. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, I, this is new, you know, no one's ever really uh, done such a thing. Um I mean and uh, here's the thing I had tickets but I don't think that even matters like I don't think right it matters if you did or not it's yeah. just free for all of
1: them. and then you can sign up for on I think it's called mice is it my schedule or something my my schedule yeah, my sc- you go you can see the schedule and you can like click on stuff I think then it just like reminds you when your panel's about to start uh, but anyways, go, you should, you know, anyone who's interested, go there. There's, uh, I, Wendy, I was overwhelmed it's by the overwhelming. amount of content. like, this is crazy amount of stuff.
0: Well, here's the thing as one who's attended for several years, it's the, it's always like this, but when you're there, you just know physically it's impossible. So you kind of, you really pick one panel a day, maybe that you want to see. And some of those panels, you know, you're sacrificing like a day of your life to try to get into. Yeah. So you don't, you just kind of gloss over everything else and find those two to three panels that you want to see. And some of them, you're sitting in a room for eight hours, just waiting for your panel to show up. Because if you don't, you might not get in. Yeah. So, you know, you see a lot of panels that you might not otherwise, but here it's kind of like, well, they're all at home. I don't have to wait in line. So you sort of pay more attention and think, wow, I could actually see any, co- any panel I want. Yeah. So it makes it harder a little bit. It
1: does. It's a different kind of problem, right? It's a different, different, it's set still of a first
0: world problem, but yeah. absolutely. It's, 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 it's just different.
1: So Wednesday, the Wednesday's schedule is mostly a lot of, it's a lot of comic book, um, stuff like how to's and, you know, if you're a comic book fan, it seems like Wednesday, Will be a big day of uh, panel surfing. I didn't really see anything that I was I was interested in. But there's, I mean, again, there's so much that, you know, if you have nothing to do on Wednesday, just sit sit at your computer all day and just...
0: Yeah, I put nothing for Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday was usually just a a preview day anyway. There weren't really a lot of panels that even happened on Wednesday. There was In the old days, it was a day that you could go and walk the dealer for, floor and it was a lot less crowded. Although I think it ceased to be less crowded. It was still a nightmare.
1: Got it. Later years. So then we get to Thursday... Uh, what what's on your docket for Thursday? What, what what jumped out at you? I
0: feel like the only things I put for Thursday, and so I don't know if I would attend any of these. Like, one of these is when I'm at work anyway. But it was what I found interesting, cosplay in service to others. And they spell it like cause, like a C-A-U-S-E, which I thought, you know, it sounds like it's ways people are using their cosplay and costumes to, like, do good and maybe visit kids in hospitals. I don't know. That's why I was curious about what it's what what are they up to Um, here's one i feel like i probably clicked on by accident (laughs) (laughs) it says amazon prime video utopia i don't think i meant to click on that but whatever it looks like a new genre show coming out on on prime video with perhaps john kuzak but i really think that was a mistake yeah um (laughs) let's see terry moore drawing comics is still drawing comics he did strangers in paradise which i would love to see get some sort of you know film something done if you've never read Strangers in Paradise, it's about two females that have a relationship, but there's all sorts of like hmm. crazy story around that yeah. but it cool. it it is centered on two to um Francine and catch you two mm-hmm. really good female characters that catch you is in love with Francine. Fris- Francine Francine it's kind of like does she feel the same way it's it's but it's such a good comic, such a good comic oh cool um never heard of that yeah it's good stuff it's it's a deep you get started you will you're in it's a long long story um but it's really good the boys season two have a panel that i may or may not attend and lgbtq characters on television what's next nice I like a good panel for for our show
1: for sure uh there's some star trek panels that day
0: yes yes uh,
1: in the morning there's the star trek universe which it seems like it's uh with the cast and producers of all the CBS All Access shows. They have at least two Star Trek shows on. Uh, oh, and Picard. So maybe three. Uh, so there's that. I mean, I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, but, um, you know. But if you are. Go for it. Show up on Thursday. And then there's one after that. All all the Starfleet ladies then and now. It looks like it kind of goes back from Ahura all the way to now. Which is kind of fun. I support that.
0: It's too hard to sing. Oh, the Starfleet ladies. Oh, the Starfleet ladies. <laughs> it is kind of hard, so don't try it.
1: I leave you to that. But it and should then, be a good
0: panel.
1: And it should be great, actually. Uh, Upload, which is an Amazon show. Yeah,
0: I think that's what I meant to click on when I clicked okay. on Utopia. Because, yes, Upload was a good
1: show. Uh, Bob's Burgers is going to have a panel on Thursday. And His Dark Materials, which I haven't seen. I think it's HBO. the uh, The trailer looks interesting. The reason I clicked on it was because Lin Man was it Lynn Manuel Miranda? Yeah, he's on that show, and you have, he's on the panel. So if you want to see him in a little Zoom box on your screen, I
0: feel like a lot of people will click on that just to see him head. in a little. Zoom totally, box. Yeah. absolutely.
1: Uh, that's it. That's all I have for Thursday. So let's move on to Friday. So Friday, I, you tell me, Wendy. Isn't Friday sort of feel like well, the first of the big days when you go to proper Comic Con?
0: Yeah. The biggest thing Tara and I always wanted to do on Thursdays was the psych panel was always on Thursday. And but we could rarely make it on Thursday. So hmm. but except for one time. Hmm. Um yeah, 10 a.m. baby. Charlie's Theron.
1: Yeah. They're on.
0: They're on Evolution of a Badass, an action hero career retrospective. Now I hope that's one available later because I'm gonna be at work and hopefully I can try to sneak it in, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's, um, that's, I think that's uh That is going to be probably the most popular one. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, at the same time as lights, camera, LGBTQI identity, never alone. Not going to lie. If it's a choice, I'm going to (laughs) Charlie's. No offense. I'm going to go watch Charlie's Theron. Um, Yeah.
1: That should be interesting. I I hope she's in it. I've never, I don't know if I've seen her being interviewed, but hopefully she's an interesting interview. You know,
0: I saw a little, I've seen little bits and pieces and she seems really cool. Like she seems like a fun person to be interviewed. Uh, they were talking about, don Tear. still on terror, they were interviewing, it may have been Today Show or some show that I saw a little snippet of, and they're basically saying, you know, what's it like during the quarantine, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, I don't wear pants anymore or something like that. And I <laughs> thought, you know, somebody else says that and it's like, oh, they don't wear pants. That's funny. Charlie says that and you're like, no pants oh, at least she's gone now. <laughs> but yeah so she just seemed like a regular chick at home she's like man i don't pants it's the quarantine talking about homeschooling she sucks at it you know it was it, she just seems fun i've always liked her she seems like a pretty cool person behind all this um behind the extreme beauty and talent um
1: yeah. no that should be a really fun panel yeah
0: definitely sign up for that uh and then eleven, I clicked on entertainment is female, a conversation with Hollywood executives. So may may look into that. Um, Peacock that we've not mentioned much. Uh, NBC Universal just launched. There's like a smattering of things that are sort of interesting. One of which a sci-fi show called The Capture. Uh, mm. Saw a preview for it the other night. If you, if you watch the Thirty Rock special, it was basically a big ad for Peacock. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, the capture looked like it had potential, and that's that's all I clicked on for Friday.
1: I got at two p.m. the psychology of Star Trek versus Star Wars.
0: I thought about that, and it sounded like a lot of thinking, and I didn't. Know. <laughs> 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 like I know which one I like. I don't need it, you know, reasoned to me. That's why. Funny. I like
1: well, it. it's the the panel members are just a bunch of psychologists, like actual psychologists, talking about. Uh, for example, who's more emotionally intelligent, Picard or Luke? Oh,
0: dear.
1: How do hero characters Ray and Berman show us healthy coping and self-care? Mm-hmm. And what's the importance of legacy when it comes to saving the universe? It just seems like a very kind of fun... You know, the the, the yeah. debate Star Trek versus Star Wars is one that will forever be entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. So, Because obviously Star Wars is far superior, but it's fun. I can hear... <laughs> We're gonna, I feel like we're gonna get some Trekkie. I respect Star Wars
0: Star Trek. Although my favorite Star Trek is the most recent films with like Chris Pine that JJ right. started, which are more like Star Wars in their
1: tone, I've heard. So but I like Picard. I'm just a Star Wars girl. Die hard Star Trek fans do not appreciate those movies at all. They don't like them at all.
0: I know, and that's why I'm a horrible Star Trek fan, because those are the ones I like. I appreciate I respect Star Trek. I appreciate it. I'm just a Star Wars kid.
1: I do too. I absolutely Respect and appreciate Star Trek. Hundred percent. Be that as it may, I'm team. <laughs> <laughs> so the only other thing worth mentioning about Friday is that about a week or so ago, I had read mm-hmm. that Joss Whedon was getting a panel. It was it was supposed to be at five o'clock. It was Zoom with Joss Whedon. It is no longer on the schedule, Wendy.
0: Yeah, and if you Google it, there's no mention of it being pulled from the schedule. I think they quietly just took that away.
1: Yeah, I think we know why. Yes, but we'll we'll circle back to Joss here in a here in
0: a minute. <laughs>
1: uh, and a couple other things that I will not watch, but I think people might want to. Uh, there's a Vikings panel, Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead both have their own panels that day. And there's some if you're into the books, uh, Star Wars has a couple of book panels, and uh, there's a, a, mand- a Mandalorian's Gadgets panel, which is kind of cool. I
0: wondered about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's the science behind his gadgets, which, um, I mean, I'm all for science, but uh, I probably will not be watching that. Probably not. Anyway, that's all I got for Friday.
0: Moving on. Saturday. Starting off. I think there's a big con panel coming up which i'll let you take uh but first of all 2 p.m women rocking hollywood 2020 supporting female helmed film and tv okay uh i clicked on another i had that too. just because of uh, peacock brave new world starring solo alden i Ein- whatever his name was. um <laughs> I don't know. I may or may not check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fleet Science Center celebrates Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the stories and science of androids, space travel, and aliens. I think it has some of the cast. And S.H.I.E.L.D.'s one of those shows that, like, it's, boy, that, by golly, that show is stuck around. When you thought it was done, they're coming back, and I still like it. And so maybe, I saw them at a panel at WonderCon mm-hmm. last year. It was fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, What's happening at five, cat? Well, Wendy, let me tell you. It's the, uh, the sci-fi original show. Winona Earp Mm -hmm. has a panel and it's going to be everyone who you would imagine. So it's Emily, it's Melanie, Tim, Dominique, Catherine or cat, as she is known mostly and Varun. And it's interesting. If you read the description of this panel, uh, it says, you know, the, they'll be talking about highly anticipated season four, show off their best impressions, which I don't know what that means. Uh, They'll challenge each other with a round of trivia and share a sneak peek of the season four premiere episode, which I don't know that I want to like. At that point, yeah, it will be just, in a,
0: wait, just wait. It's
1: a, yeah, it'll be a few hours later. I don't, I don't know if I want to see that. But the last line is "fan at home with our exclusive Winona or bingo cards and play along throughout the panel." I don't know where where do we find these bingo cards?
0: I, I'm guessing they'll put something out before it happens. I would hope. I sure hope so. Yeah, bingo sounds fun.
1: So I have something that morning that I noted at 11 a.m. back to the moon and beyond with NASA. I feel like Tara mm. would want to know about this. I do like NASA. And it's legitimate NASA astronauts and scientists talking about uh, the, you know, NASA going back to the moon in 2024. The only bad thing about this panel is that it's hosted by William Shatner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. so if, you're,
1: if you're a Xena fan, you're, you know, You'll know why I'm not a fan of his. <laughs> anyway, Google it. Google, Google William Shatner and Zena and see, uh, see what you think about that. Uh, 11 a.m. there's a Simpsons panel, which is great, hosted by Yeardling Smith, who plays Lisa Simpson. At 3 p.m., the Bill and Ted face the music panel with cast, including Keanu Reeves, hosted by Kevin Smith, which I'm, I'm a fan of Kevin Smith, so that'll be a fun panel. At 6 p.m., Farscape. Have you, did you ever watch Farscape? Are you a fan of that show? I've
0: watched none of those cartoon shows, not even The Simpsons.
1: My loyalties
0: lie with Beavis and Butthead.
1: Well, the bad news is, Tara, uh, you're not Tara, you're Wendy. Farscape, (laughs) Farscape is actually not a cartoon.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's right. I forgot it's not. I was thinking of that other one that had cartoon
1: things. Oh, probably. um... Oh, shit, what's it called? I don't remember. Farscape,
0: that's right. I know what Farscape is. I Farscape, was thinking
1: of the... Yeah, it was a sci-fi show, and it had a lot of... Uh, yeah. like Henson, um, what's, what's
0: her name, Black? Claudia Black, right? Yes, exactly. Yes.
1: Okay, I, know. Uh, I actually never watched the show. My, I, I lived with some... A roommate of mine was a huge Farscape fan, so that's, I think, why I know so much about it. But also, uh, one of the writers, his name is Ricky Manning, he'll be on the panel. He was... I took a writing class from him oh, at UCLA I Extension. Know.
0: All right.
1: Ricky is a very cool dude. He's very nice, very smart man. Give me some very gentle notes about my script. So uh gentle notes. <laughs> uh so check that out if you're a scar Farscape fan. It's on it's on Amazon Prime now. So if you want to catch up or you don't know anything about it. Heard wonderful
0: like, things about it, about the continuity yeah. of the
1: writing. It's apparently like a like like a super, super sci fi fantasy show, like you know, like right. crazy, crazy fantasy show. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should watch it. People I know
0: that watched it loved it.
1: Yeah, same. And and they had a lot of Jim Henson creatures on that show. It's like kind of a collaboration. Anyway, uh, Sailor Moon has a panel on Saturday. There's a whole panel just about puppets, so Tara mm. should not watch that. Tara
0: should avoid that for sure.
1: Lovecraft Country, Stumptown, and Kevin Smith has oh. his own panel. Yeah, Stumptown could be good. I did
0: forget. I must have missed that. Yeah, Stumptown.
1: And Kevin Smith has gets his own panel, but I think it's just him kind of talking about. Stuff that he's working on and stuff that he is passionate about. So, again, he's an entertaining dude. So, uh, I might check that one out. Hmm. On to Sunday.
0: The only thing I have for Sunday, circling back to the Joss of it all, a conversation with Nathan Fillion where it says Joss is uh, one of the guests that could be popping on. Now, who knows if it will still happen, Mm -hmm. but I can see like he would feel more comfortable just popping on with his buddies than a panel to his own, which he's got a show coming out at some point on HBO called the Nevers. So I'm sure that was part of what he wanted, like Victorian era women with powers, I think is some, something to that effect. Um, Hmm. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. I don't know what's being done on it right now with everything happening, but that's probably a big part of what he was going to talk about on his panel. And, they maybe they thought it best not to
1: put him out there. Yeah. But
0: he might pop in with Nathan. So if I can, I'll, I want to check that out.
1: For sure. And Alan Tudyk, Gina Torres, yeah, Mi- Mi- Mic- Micaiah, Micaiah, Cox. I don't know. If that is. Up, I don't know. Molly Quinn, Seamus Deaver and John Hata- Hataris. Hataris. Yes,
0: guess
1: Huertas. Huertas. Yeah.
0: I'm guessing it's a few people, uh, um, from, well, yeah, he's done like so, so many shows. shows. Yeah, Seamus, who we saw at uh, the Human Race screening that we saw you at, he was there. Seamus Deaver,
1: huh. I saw him, but he was there. Sure, I'll I'll buy it. Then, yeah,
0: Lori saw him. I did. not trust. I anyways, trust you. I digress. <laughs> trust Lori. She saw him. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. I saw him too. It was him. But uh, yeah, no. So Joss will it potentially pop
1: in for that. Yeah, and yeah, I'm I. If he does show up, I'll, he's not going to get any direct questions. So
0: No, I think it'll probably be Nathan just talking about stuff they've done or whatever. Yeah, I think I, I haven't heard. I mean, you hear things sporadically from people, you know, mostly on Avengers. A few things. I think um, James Mercer's from Angel and Buffy this, said yeah. something kind of weird about it. Um, yeah, there's stories that have that have popped up here and there. So I doubt Nathan takes that opportunity to say so Jess,
1: <laughs> no You're
0: a horrible person. I've never wanted to mention that before. But uh,
1: exactly. even though you made my career. um,
0: pretty, yes, yes. I, and others as well. Like he gave them their start. Oh
1: for sure. Of course. And listen, he you know, shows his shows like Buffy, Angel, and Firefly specifically changed the shape and look of, of sci-fi and fantasy in the nineties. Like he, you know, he, his, his dialogue, his style of dialogue, heavy influence on writers, uh, that came after him. So, you know, he has made he has left his mark in, uh, the genre world. And we talk about this all the time. Things that we like and are fans of sometimes are made by people that you don't have to like. And it it is, it's unfortunate and it's sad and I hope it's not true, but I'm going to believe the people who are there who are telling their stories about it until, you know, he hasn't said a damn thing.
0: No, no. When you, and if I was
1: being accused of some pretty horrible shit. I would, and hadn't done it. I would be very vocal about it.
0: I feel like there's truth to it for sure. Now, whether it's, you know, I, whether he's, if he's a horrible guy or with going through his own crap time, um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people I like a lot like him, and I trust their judgment with people. Yeah. So fair enough. But then again, not everybody knows every side of everybody they know. So by the way, did you know Jos was a writer on Roseanne? He wrote oh, four episodes.
1: I think I did know that, but I had forgotten. My, uh,
0: shows I love.
1: Yeah, same here. I love that show. So, so there you go.
0: Should be interesting. I'll try to check that out.
1: Just oh, to see sure. what happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I do love Nathan Fillion. Uh, is there like a more likable guy than Nathan Fillion?
0: Well, don't ask his Castle co-star because he barely <laughs> did not get along well.
1: Well, that's a whole other story. A
0: whole other, you know, everybody's going to have people that, that you <laughs> don't like or don't get sure. along with. And, um, I mean,
1: I can't imagine anyone who wouldn't like or get along with you, Wendy. But I'm sure there's plenty of people who have strong feelings about me. And they're not I'd-
0: I don't know. I feel like nobody has strong feelings in either direction about me. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, she's fine. Don't hate her. I love her. She's there, like wallpaper. But Um, yeah, but you're out there. You're putting stuff out there. I feel like, you
1: know, people are going to have differences of opinion. So we'll see, you
0: know, what what comes out of it.
1: So there's a a couple other things. At 10 a.m. Sunday morning, a motherland Fort Salem panel I feel I've never seen the show I've heard good things I feel like I should watch the show the show sounds seems like something I would enjoy
0: yeah
1: are you Um, aware of the show the the, aware of it okay no interest though and then at 12 p.m. there's a 100 uh, special video presentation and Q&A again not something I would watch I don't watch the show I might one day catch up with it but um, I feel like maybe our listeners might be interested in that Mm -hmm. Uh, that's all I got for Sunday all right. That's that. By the
0: way, they are going to have uh, an online exhibit hall to where it looks like it doesn't go live till the 22nd. But according to this, you can put your cursor or cursor over a booth or a table on the map and a pop-up will appear with the name. So I don't know if then you can click and go to there. You know, a lot of these companies that generally go, I would guess are going to have, yeah, you know, there are a lot of places that bring Comic-Con exclusives that they still want to sell online or somehow or whatever they would normally be selling. So, um, yeah, so I definitely, believe me, it's a lot easier than walking that floor. Mm -hmm. So I I like the idea of sitting here and just clicking on things, looking at their merch. Um, Yeah.
1: And also like a lot of these companies have exclusives, right? Stuff that you can't find anywhere else. And frankly, I'm sure most of these, some of these vendors are smaller companies that probably make most of their money in oh, the yeah. year at these at these conventions. So there's a huge it, hit. Yeah.
0: It's generally there's there's some bigger, probably better established, there's but still, you know, just regular company selling stuff. Then you've got, you know, like Lucasfilm has its big Right, merchandise people and selling a lot of things, Legos there, but then like, and it kind of, the way it lays out, and plus a lot of the artists, the huge ones, a lot of artists that go sell things that this is huge for them, but also there's a lot of booths. like I'm looking at the map and I'm like, to the right side is a lot of uh, more artists, but also like, you know, like your comic book store people that like have stuff or cards or comics or collectibles or t-shirts, whatever, and they, yeah. they come to Comic Con, a friend of mine goes every year, because apparently, you give up your table one year, you may never get back, so you just keep it.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah. The waiting, so, the waiting list to be a vendor at Comic Con is years, uh, years surprised. long.
0: Surprised? It's yeah. yeah. If you've got it, you. Know, that's why our tickets every year that we get, we're like, oh god, if we ever lose them, we'll, yeah. we'll probably never get back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would. I would. You know, a lot of fan art, a lot of cool little collectibles, and some of these, especially the smaller vendors, that um, yeah, I'll spend some almost- money. Tell's doing okay. Dark Horse is probably yeah. okay. But a lot of these smaller ones, check them out. Check up the artists.
1: I love fan art. I, that is something I'm I always, i always into, right? Going into the fan, the uh, art section, the artist section, and looking for cool fan art. I'm into that.
0: Here's the thing I'll throw out there, too. One of the big reasons I hate that Clexicon that didn't happen is they have a lot of artists there who are basically specifically bringing their fan, you know, like ship art, whether yeah. it's that are appearing or just any sort of ships you would have found a plethora of winona mm-hmm. art this year if you go, so no. or even at a winona con and because some of these big cons i've found that they have a lot of star wars a lot of marvel a lot of like the big big things but you know some of the smaller things that you might like they may not have as much of at like a right. big sandy comic con these smaller cons like a winona con or Klexcon, or some smaller events right. that's where you find more of some stuff you may not see at San Diego.
1: Well, and also I think, you know, finding like if you went to Comic Con, how much Xena stuff do you see at Comic Con outside of the artist section?
0: Old action figures, maybe at a exactly. booth. Like if not, you want anything new.
1: Exactly. And I feel like the art like the the artists are where you find stuff right. from more obscure right. uh, quote unquote obscure titles, right? Is is uh is more of that sort of random stuff anyway so yeah support these artists so go go to some of these little websites and you know if you can if you can afford it spend a little money and help them out because everyone's kind of in a tough spot this year and you know if you have it to burn spend, spend some dough Yep, help
0: out the small guy or gal but yeah it'll be interesting I'm curious to see, enjoy this time of being able to enjoy the comic con panels and <laughs> shopping at home. Cause hopefully sure. it will never happen again and we'll be able to actually attend in person. And, um, you know, at least you can see a little glimpse of it.
1: Yeah. Here's hoping.
0: All right, Kat. All right, Wendy. Really, we rambled on for a good while. Um, I mean, good job. I mean listen, right. it's
1: always hard when Tara's not here, but I, I feel like we did an okay job.
0: Yeah. Hopefully she won't be embarrassed by you know, <laughs> chatting about all things. That we enjoy chatting about. See, this is the kind of conversation you and I would just have. Even oh, yeah. if we weren't recording a podcast, I could see the exact same conversation going down.
1: Exactly. Share, share, sharing a beer. Just talking. Yep.
0: yep. Having our beers. Doing some <laughs> chatting. Um, but if you'd like to join in or uh, or uh, follow us on the Twitter, we are at SNOPODCAST or SNOPODCAST. Podcast,
1: <laughs> and if Tara were here, she would tell you that you can find uh, She Nerds Out on Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. I think
0: <laughs> we, we miss <laughs> so much when the third member is gone. Uh,
1: and oh. you can, if anything we've talked about today has has sparked some interest, and you want to weigh in on something that we have said that you disagree with, or agree with, or uh, think we've forgotten. You can send an email to she nerds out at gmail.com. And if you enjoy the snop, if you want more snop in your life, you can And who does not Why wouldn't you? You can uh, subscribe to us. And, uh, if you could maybe leave us a, a review and give us a rating, uh, it helps us out and we'd really appreciate it. So please do that. That's all I got.
0: That's <laughs> all I got. Um, well, on, on that note then, I'm we're gonna we're gonna end this with our normal ending, and I'm gonna try to harmonize with you cats. So oh, boy. this is gonna end badly possibly, but <laughs> why not? Why not? Here we go. On that note, she nerds out wow. oh.
1: Yeah. Oh. I'm so Bye. Sorry.
0: She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things.
1: Dirty things. Was I supposed to sing it?
0: No, I was just going off on a
1: bar. I I kind (laughs) of liked it. It was good.